0: You mean to tell me that every gross generalization I have is really just a gross generalization about who you are as a person?
1: It's not a gross generalization. It is what I is. I am what I am. I am what I is.
0: This episode of Sleeping with the Elven is brought to you by no one. If these policies, in many
2: instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States. Living next to you is in some ways like keeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, the one is affected by every twitch and grunt.
0: It's October 11th, and welcome to episode 70 of Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the you in color commentary. This is a show where Americans and Canadians more or less make fun of each other with myself, Mr. Paul Swickard, And with me, as always, is Mr. Ryan Murphy. Ryan, hello.
1: Hey, you. I, why do you have to start the show off with a downer? Usually when people don't have sponsors, they just don't
0: mention... I could lie, like I did last time, and <laughs> just say it was sponsored by somebody random but uh, what i'm saying is you don't need to
1: say we're sp- yeah oh, never mind it's fine if you want to have that defeating attitude let's do it it's not at all defeating it was meant to be a joke oh 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 i get it yeah okay wow yeah i just i trashed that one I'm, i apologize
0: you are you being too literal
1: no i'm just
0: uh i'm just i don't know i don't know what i'm doing where am i folks it's been a long time it's been too long it's been too long and i i from the bottom of my heart sincerely i apologize this is partially my fault yes it's mostly ryan's fault though it's true (laughs) i did get married and
1: then we switched schedules around and now we're recording not to you know give people see how the sausage is made although that is just the worst saying i mean honestly let's put that out there um uh, uh, yeah, we moved the show to recording on Saturdays. I was going to, my argument was going to be Ryan is a lot more awake and coherent, but then I messed that, that up. How's that working out? It did not work. I'm on my second cup of coffee, as you can Are see. Are you just waking up? No, I've been up for about an hour. Oh. <laughs> so yes, I am just waking up, I guess, by definition. Um, no, I'm, 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 we moved the show around, we're trying some new things, uh, and, um, I'm glad to be back. Uh, oh, absolutely. Had a fantastic... The, the last couple episodes we had uh, were sort of posted two one day apart because we were just... I was so busy with the wedding stuff. And uh, I want to thank Jules for coming on the show. That was a blast.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, she, that was an amazing guest host.
1: Yeah, she did great. And, uh, you know, sure. she uh, she took my... Uh, not took. She filled in for me while I was away doing wedding stuff on the Gamers in as well. And that was a fantastic episode. So the truth of the matter is really
0: she just may be a, an amazing podcaster
1: she is an amazing podcaster but what i was going to say if you if you want to spruce up the podcast get some guest hosts in there invite Jules on because she loves to podcast and uh, she <laughs> did a great job she doesn't matter the subject no could be we talked about Timbits for 20 minutes for god's
0: sake <laughs> come on i mean she nailed it anyways uh, it's so ryan Mm. you're public you're adoring public i should say yeah really if this was to posted a video you could see look at my ring you he has a wedding ring on ladies and gentlemen oh well, we are How? recording okay what's a canadian wedding like i'm gonna put that right out there like <sighs> is it like the indian wedding no where you have like three days and no you know the ceremony and the reception are like two different days and what, no. <laughs> whatnot that was another wedding that took place on september 20th uh I know hum, that's that was super creepy. Anyway, it yes. was
1: weird. I I had it first, but I I, uh, I reached out to her and I said, you know what? There's more than enough room for the twentieth. We're far enough away. We're not even gonna. It's not even gonna be a problem. Right. Uh, no, it's. Uh, I guess Scott was saying September twentieth has been a really popular day for a wedding because there was more than just mine and uh, his daughter's. But um, there's no difference, really. It's pretty standard affair. Like we're close enough in our traditions that. It's more based on your choice of religion really and, and how you
0: didn't, like have to kill a moose and then skin no. it for the family feast.
1: Look, I know your favorite show to depict Canadians is How I Met Your Mother, but uh
0: No, my favorite show to depict Canadians is uh is uh Life Below Zero. And granted What's that? <laughs> that is a show about survival like survivalists in Alaska, which So I they're not even in America. But you know what? Close You're, enough, You right? guys are close enough. Yeah. Oh,
1: I get it. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. I think maybe that's the reason there's the stereotype that all of Canada is like Alaska, because the only thing Americans can even try to grasp onto is American land close. So, like, of course, everything is just Alaska. But then you do know that in Alaska, they have very beautiful spring and fall and summertime, right?
0: No. Oh, okay. That's not true. Yeah, well, it's fair. Anyway. I <laughs> can see
1: Russia from my house.
0: Um. So what – Okay. So you want to know whether it's any different. It's not. No, no, I I don't. I I don't at all. I want to know what the Ryan Murphy wedding was like. That's what I want to know. Okay. You posted a lot of stuff on Twitter. I did. And you know what? Damn, man. You – okay. I had a couple of geeky things at my wedding. Right. Right. Okay. Just a couple of things. I had – like most notably, once we got married, we walked out to one of the – a piece of music from Metal Gear Solid. Oh, for sweet. Example. Yeah, it was amazing. That yeah. was fantastic. That was my contribution to the wedding. That pretty much is where it stopped, other than, you know, just showing up. You were there. Ryan. That's
1: a plus.
0: <laughs> uh, Okay, you should probably describe this, because I just see things, and sure. <laughs> I'm like, really? It, it was that all happened?
1: very, yeah, it was all very disjointed in, in what I was putting online, because f- I was proud of what i was able to get Oh, no, and you should be and but then i also didn't want to spoil all the surprises like there were a few things that i held back that will probably be posted once we um we get some photos back and stuff uh but no like um it was really cool of ashley and and that just goes to show how awesome ashley is ashley isn't a gamer she's not a geek she is a She's just not into that stuff, but she's also very understanding and, and knows that by marrying me, she's going to have to deal with this stuff. <laughs> Put up with things. Yeah. And that's not, that's not a, that's not a bad thing to say because everybody's different. And if, um, some people are super geeks and some people are just, you know, they're into country music and they really like math and, um, yeah,
0: that's Ashley. Uh, but, uh. She, I was wondering where you were going with that. I don't like, know. You, I, that was really random to just mention math. She's a math like, major. Uh, math, what? She's a math major. Right? I don't know. Um, but oh, no, oh, okay, we'll come back to that. Okay. I need to know something about math majors. Oh, okay. Go we'll ahead. We'll table put that one. That. Um, so
1: basically, the conversation I had with Ashley way back in the f- fall of last year was, hey, you know me. I'm a bit of a, a geek. I like to do video game stuff. Is there anything I can do? to kind of do as as much as possible with this wedding and make it as geeky as I can. Not like, I don't want to have like a Mario cosplayer show up and be like, Mama Mia, let's a cut of this cake! You know, I don't want that. I just want like, just slight sprinklings of, of geekiness. And, um, you know, it, we had uh, Super Mario Mushroom Cupcakes... People love them. <laughs> they were delicious. Really? Yes, we did. They were all Fantastic. shaped like the, uh, one, uh, not the one-up mushrooms, but the super mushrooms. All right. And that was my first win. Because there's
0: a big difference.
1: There is. Uh, red was our wedding color. So I was kind of like, hey, it'd be really cool if we could do super mushrooms. Seriously? Yeah.
0: Red was your wedding color. Well, red, black, and white. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Why? Why is- I Seriously? Uh, sure, we'll put a pin in that one. Ah, uh, continue.
1: Okay, and the other stuff I had was like all the tables were labeled uh, in a geeky universe, so every table was a different, um, a different universe. So we had like, yes, okay, I see that now what you're doing. I guess, but uh, <laughs> he's making a list of all the things I'm saying. We're gonna have <laughs> to do a whole other podcast of. What the Just hell was Ryan thinking?
0: <laughs> this is this is our clarification episode. Standard after the sleeping with the elephant.
1: Tune in next week for the <laughs> epic conclusion to episode seventy of sleeping with the elephant. Um, <laughs> no, uh, so each table had a different universe. There was a Mario, a Mushroom Kingdom, a Hyrule, uh, all the way to uh, Doctor Who, to Starcraft, and Jurassic Park, even. And then breaking that down even further, each. Name card had a different character. So I sat here and I made a 100 name cards with unique characters for each one. Um So, like, you have your Mario all the way down to, like, probably six different doctors from Doctor Who. And I knew personally, and so did Ashley knew, that most of the people at these tables would have a passing understanding of what the hell was going on. Sure. But the important part is that everybody at that wedding understood like that this was important to me like these these geeky things are important to me and uh they were like yep that's ryan wouldn't expect any different and and in a totally cool and nice way um we which something i'll be posting alongside this episode is we recorded a live podcast as our speech in front of all of our guests are you kidding me no i'm not kidding that's great yeah we had a lot a lot of fun and And, and, you know, when it really, I could list all the things, but when it really came down to it, it was
2: just,
1: I know I went all out and put a lot of thought into that. I know I, it's because I cared about this wedding obviously. And, and a lot of the meetings I went to where I'd get super excited and and tell our vendors like, this is what I'm doing and this is what we're going to do. And, and they're just like, wow, like usually the groom just, you know, sits there and takes it. Like he doesn't try and do anything. He's just I'm just going to show up and look good. I rented my tux and that's about it. Which is fine because a lot of brides sometimes like to just be like, "This is mine," you know. And there were certain things that Ashley uh, globed onto, but for me, it was like I basically well, sure. grabbed everything that I could turn into a geeky thing. So,
0: like, I think people might—I think people might take issue with your hierarchy that you established at the table settings,
1: right? <laughs>
0: what do you mean? <laughs> well,
1: okay, I'm, I'm looking the at the seating table- chart right now.
0: Well, okay. See, what you don't know is that I've been, on my side of the video, I've been streaming like your Twitter feed. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you know, just make sure you didn't say anything silly. No, your head table is, uh, <clears throat> is the uh, w- the Triforce, obviously. So the Hyrule linked. Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. But man. Wow! World of Warcraft. Number table five. Oh, I see. Really? You think I ranked them? No, no, no. I do. I okay. Like, ladies and gentlemen, we're looking at table one is Mario with mm-hmm. the mushroom. Table two is the uh, the phone booth for uh, Doctor Who. The uh Tardis? Is, Come on. I know. God. Table three is Diablo. That's yeah. random.
1: Yeah, that is. What's table weird. four? I don't recognize that. Uh oh. Wait. There's something in front of it. Let me check.
0: I don't remember. It was a month ago, dude. <laughs> just, <laughs> you don't have to. He, Ryan is now getting I can up. I see. Oh shit. Ryan is getting up and now he's a Stella and he's, Oh, just... that's DC. That's DC comics. Oh, is that DC? Yeah. Oh, okay. So Star no... Wars is number nine. Okay. What the hell? There's
1: no real ranking, but, uh, <laughs> the, the reason that they're there, they appear to be ranked is because of course, like table one was all of my immediate family. And, Mario is the second most important gaming universe to me. So I, and I wanted my parents, because they understood Mario and everyone at that table understood Mario, and I wanted them to have that table because Mario was the first franchise I played. And it's thanks to the people, well, thanks to the people on my side of the family at that table that I'm a gamer. So it kind of worked All out. Right. Doctor Who at Table 2, um, actually, our MC. Who is sitting at table two is a huge Doctor Who fan, and I wanted to make sure that he got that table. And uh, I also wanted to confuse the hell out of my younger brothers. Um, and you know, you, you the, don't need to. You don't. Need to I'm not going to go through the list. We've already
0: broken it down. Yeah, I know, but
1: that is essentially why all those tables are like that. And uh, frankly, Jurassic Park is table ten because I couldn't come up with a good tenth one. Um,
0: <laughs> oh you weren't thinking hard enough
1: I, well okay I, you could be surprised how hard it is to find decent images of individual characters to fill 10 people per table
0: I would have gone with at least one thing that nobody got right you know what I mean Just like to kind of only, fuck like only really people who knew about it would be like totally understand
1: I figured Doctor Who would have been that Like, sure
0: no, that makes some sense
1: but no I, I, I get you And uh, um, other stuff that I I just remember one more thing. All of our, our all of our wedding signs were like video game themed. Like our parking uh-huh. signs were Mario Kart art and yes. our uh, all of our like directional signs were like old NES games like Mario and Peach at the end of the first game and you know Mario and, and Daisy or whatever her name Daisy is. Daisy the dog? No. no. The the girl from Pauline. Mario and Pauline from Donkey I know, Kong. I know, I know, I know. Um, but the the true thing I took away from it was that every person I ran into at the wedding, I had several people kind of come up to me and say, like, I love what you did with the video game stuff. Like, how did you do this? Like, I literally had someone ask me in front of their, their girlfriend, uh, you know, how do I do this for our wedding? And they're not even engaged. And I'm like, you realize you're asking this in front of your girlfriend,
0: right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have been, you know, a little bit sly. He was just trying to be coy. Like, how do I do this at my wedding glance?
1: Yeah. You know, just to kind of gauge her response and I totally fucked that up, fucked that up by like actually pointing it out. So, <laughs> I'm sure they had a fun conversation after. No. No, a no. good conversation. No fights
0: ever happen at weddings. <laughs> it wasn't a fight.
1: Oh, uh yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that because one of <laughs> one of my main tenants with this wedding, uh especially afterwards, is that a lot of a lot of people like to It's very easy to remember the negative stuff that happened. And of course, nothing goes perfectly. And after the wedding, people will keep bringing this stuff up. And and little small things, you know, the nitpicky stuff. And I just said to them, like, you know what? Like, this is a positive thing. It's a great day. There was a couple things that went wrong. There's no point in dwelling on that stuff. Because in 10 years, if that's the stuff you're remembering, then it was a waste of time. You know, like we we were remembering the good times, and we had a blast. And
0: yeah, I mean, the day goes by so quickly. Like, my
1: God, yeah! Like ten o'clock rolls around, and I'm like, shit, I gotta actually go in and enjoy my wedding. Over. <laughs> you know, it was like we have an hour and a half left, and then we're in the limo. We had a limo at the end of the night, and we ended up taking the long way home. So it was a lot of fun.
0: Ryan, there's. A good deal many things that I could say about that right now, but I'm not gonna well, there's a lot of people in the limo. So. Point of clarification. Mm-hmm. Red at a wedding is generally bad form because it consider, there's a couple of issues okay. more topically. Uh, you know, I perhaps you've heard of a red wedding in some form of popular culture. See Game of Thrones was not one of our tables, so it worked <laughs> out. And uh yeah red generally you think if you wear red at a wedding that is generally considered that you are kind of uh how to put this unclean really (laughs) yeah what no i'm not making that up no
1: a lot of people were wearing red um so (laughs) i don't think anybody that like
0: specifically the bride if she is not wearing red she was in white yes
1: (laughs) don't worry about that we got that covered then that was the first thing we
0: checked off the list okay wedding colors red wedding dress white got it okay fantastic all right shall we actually like now that people have caught up in the ryan murphy life i think we should actually you know let's talk about some stuff a lot of stuff has happened man in a month now that i think about it now that we've had this perspective i honestly think that like yeah there's some stuff to talk about you want to get into it yeah let's get into it all right let's go um let's play a little roulette this one See, I play one, and it's random, and I always kind of feel like I need to pick the appropriate story for the music, and that doesn't always work out. Anywho, a lot of gun talk. But first – but you you know what? First, I want to just establish something. Since you and I last spoke, Ebola has become a thing, a big thing. I want to know – I know how Americans are reacting, and it's rather crazy pants. I'm curious if Canada does similar things, because technically, I mean, you probably don't has, have as much foot traffic as we do in terms of like travel. Sure. But I, I mean, you're no more you're no more secure than we are, I suppose, in in that regard. But right. anyway, I, I'm just curious. Is Canada freaking out? Um not re- well i mean of course like it. it's a th- it's
1: a topic that comes up from you know on occasion but it's not like it's not well obviously we don't have someone who a recorded case of someone passing away from ebola on canadian soil um okay uh and i and i know that is is definitely one of those things that's causing some issues in the states but um not that I've seen, although I've kind of had, I've kind of been busy, busy. I haven't. I try not to watch the news; it's so fucking depressing. Um, we're I still, we're still sort of working on the that. the ISIS stuff. Um, still, like I feel like you guys have sort of moved on from ISIS onto Ebola. I mean, of course, you guys are still dealing with the issue, but from what I've seen in the news, um, we're still, our government is still kind of focusing on um, the ISIS threat. And you know, do we support? Do we not support going over there and helping out? And it's a big thing. But no, I haven't seen a lot of Ebola talk in terms of Canada. Man, have I seen a lot of American Ebola talk?
0: Yeah, it's all over the fucking place. Yeah, it, it really is tiring. It it is, especially because a large portion of this comes a come is coming from a lack a fundamental misunderstanding of how Ebola works and what just what happens to you. Like, like I was reading the other day that there that some doctor in Colorado was essentially saying that more and more people are coming in and starting to overrun emergency rooms because they're afraid they have Ebola. Oh dear. Yeah, I'm like, I I just that's that's that. This is one of those cases where I think the news is really doing us a disservice as a country.
2: Well, yeah. Like, you, you guys are
0: not. You guys are not providing information. You are just providing fear. And I know that is said a lot. I know that fear mongering and all that. Fun yeah, business. I know that, and I and I get it. I, I know that. I know that that's kind of like the 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 thing to say, and it's easy to say. But it's one of those cases where it's really true. It really is. Like it just. Ah, I don't think they understand how it spreads. I think like I was talking to someone the other day and they had no idea. Like they thought they could just catch it. They could just catch it from nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. Like much like, much like the flu. Like you just kind of get it. You know, someone else may around you may have had the flu, but it it, it just, which is boggling to me.
1: Yeah. It's kind of, it's gotta be transferred by, um... well, it's, bodily it's,
0: fluid is that it is fluid right so it's the it's not exactly the same but it's close to how you might catch aids you sure. know blood transfusions you know sex mm-hmm. that kind of thing and yeah it, it just i get okay a little quick a little quick educational stuff for everybody uh ebola is super scary for a lot of reasons right like you see you know if you've looked on google you can certainly see what it does to people and they're you know and it, 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 it has a fairly high mortality rate and it can kill you quickly. It's, it's greatest strength or it's gr- – the thing that people are afraid of the most is that it kills you fast, right? And And of course it's gruesome. Mm-hmm. It's greatest strength is simultaneously its greatest weakness because if it kills you quickly – That means there's less time that a person has that they can spread it to other people. That by – like a virus's state of being or its desire, if you want to call it that, its function is to continue living. And it does that by infecting other people. You can't do that if the host is dead. So, yeah, it, it just I means like the incubation period for the for Ebola is very, very small, relatively speaking. Like, I think it's like 30 days mm-hmm. and it is impossible to catch the virus outside of the incubation period for any virus. I don't care what you're talking about.
1: And they haven't cured this. They haven't found. No, it sort they're of like, trying. OK, they're trying.
0: But yeah, and I, I get it. This is by far the biggest outbreak of Ebola ever. Yeah. And that is crazy. That's crazy. That's that yeah. really sucks.
1: But that reminds me, I did see one article that, uh, specifically Canadian about Ebola, and it's that we are working on a cure. Not that which,
0: yeah, I don't. I'm not sure how I feel about that to be honest. Obviously, maybe, we need maybe a, not cure, a cure, but, but like this was didn't come. But Ebola has been around forever. And yeah, it, it, and the only reason we're working on it now is because it's affecting people, well, or ra- some... ex- specifically us. Yeah, that is
1: kind <laughs> of sad. But the, but then again, like. Some would argue that you know we're always working on a cure like we've been working on a cure for cancer f- you know for ever. We've been working on a cure for x for y amount of years. like that could be said about any sort of disease. and I think that now that it's you're right, the only reason it's kind of it's kind of come up again is because I don't think it's strictly because it's uh, it's it's now hit American soil, but it's also because this is one of the biggest outbreaks in the country or I don't even know where it's it's hit. in the world in the world Africa. yeah Africa, Africa okay mostly I, I, yeah okay so um I don't think it's we can strictly just blame you know oh it's on American soil so now we gotta gotta find a cure yeah. I think they've been working on a cure for a long time you know a lot of people are like ah, it's just weird but I I it'll be interesting to see where it goes from here and I really don't think and maybe that's where this whole like apocalypse preparation things comes in where it's like you probably don't need to be doing that because you're just creating you know fear among people who don't know any better who are going to the emergency room like I I cough a lot I probably have the Ebola it's like no sir you just smoke two packs of cigarettes a day I mean come on you know I I don't know it's just weird
0: yeah it it just it's sad Mm -hmm. the only way you're catching this is if you have physical contact in some form with someone who has it and your the only way right now that you're going to do that is if you travel to Africa, West yeah. Africa specifically.
1: Yeah. So if and you're over there helping.
0: Well, then- yeah, that's that's a big problem. Like all the aid workers are at serious risk because, I mean, I don't know if you know what happens, but I mean, it's a gruesome scene. I'm not going right? to
1: look it up, but I can yeah. imagine.
0: <laughs> it's a real ugly scene that people are walking into. Yeah. Like it just is not cool.
1: But that can be said about anybody who who goes like you know talking about the other news that's been hit with the ISIS stuff, like going over into the into those countries like Syria and, and Iraq to help, you know these you know people who are suffering. You're over there dealing with the hardships, the the stuff we don't see here that is that is gruesome and, and awful, and you know that's a risk that these people take, and you know they happily take to help their fellow man, right? Oh, yeah. So, oh yeah.
0: There. And by the way, this is not – Ebola is not certain – is not sure to kill you. Just FYI. You the mortality rate it. for this particular strain is like I think 40 percent. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe 50. Hmm. Something like that. But yeah, anyway. Yeah. In ugh. Ebola talk. Ebola talk. It's hard to make All Ebola, right, Ebola funny, let,
1: Paul. Come on.
0: Let's move yeah, – I, I, I had to say it. I know. We have to address
1: <laughs> it. It's a world thing. It's happening. We gotta, it's
0: a thing and it's been happening and – It's specifically in one month. Like, it feels like this has been around a lot longer than that. But it's been a month since our show, and this was a non-story. Like, nobody knew about this a month ago.
1: I feel pretty strongly with this show that, like, miss a month. Oh, yeah, we're missing a lot of solid stuff to talk about and address. Maybe miss one week. You might have a little more stories the next time you actually record. But, yeah, a month is a long time to go, and these are stories definitely worth touching on.
0: Again. All right. No, I don't apologize. But we are going to get this. Ryan, we're going to move on to guns. Oh, perfect. two gun Two gun stories. And I'll, I'll kind of marry these things together. Uh, Pat Robertson, you're familiar with this ass. Sure, he's old. Yeah, he's old. He has opinions. Um, he's calling for more firearms in church. That would make church more interesting. <laughs> Probably. And at the uh, end,
1: it's like, and everybody say peace. They just shoot their guns in the air.
0: Let me just... Let me just, uh, yeah. Peace be with you. Bang. Peace be with you.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: You got to make sure that you do
1: it. You have your ceremony or your 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 mass outside because you really don't want to tear up the the uh, architecture.
0: Let me uh, play this little.
2: Let me play a little bit of this for you. Sure. Parishioners, before He took the eleven a.m. service. Murray struggled with mental disorders and became angry at Christians and bitter after being denied a chance to go on a missions trip. He took the lives of teenage sisters Stephanie and Rachel Works and injured their father and two other parishioners before encountering a church member inside the building who was a volunteer security guard. Saying God guided her and protected her, Jean Assam heroically faced the heavily armed Murray and shot him with her personal concealment weapon. He then took his own life. The Sheepdog seminars for churches are designed to help congregations and faith-based groups be prepared. Meeks and other experts appeal to churches to form what are called eyes and ears teams. The teams are made up of men and women whose assignment on a given day is to watch out for anyone and anything that would try to harm a congregation. Seminar leaders also advocate the use of spiritual weapons like fasting and prayer. They say the idea of protecting churchgoers is biblical, citing among other scriptures Nehemiah four nine, which <laughs> says, "We prayed to our God and posted a guard." Mark Martin, CBN News. All right. Gross. Yeah, I'm not a very. A, religious by the way, that person, is the first but... time
0: anyone's ever quoted Nehemiah. Uh, yeah. well, like, <laughs> so, I... so, which is that's really silly. I, I, I mean the quote. Like that's just um anywho, yeah, this room kind of reminds me of the t s a let's let's give a group of untrained- individuals power
1: <laughs> and see what happens, yeah, i mean the key the key there was was that the person who had taken down the crazy guy was uh was a a volunteer security guard, so therefore had some sort of training on on carrying weapons, but like, well,
0: yeah, and uh, this, this story goes on and, you know, Pat, again, Pat Robertson during this whole thing is just claiming that we need to be more vigilant in the way we do that is by having more firearms in church. You, you know,
1: I, I've been to church before and, uh, I, I'll be the first to say that probably not like you don't <laughs> like most of the people who go to these things, genuinely nice people. Cause they're, oh, I know. you know, but they're see, nice
0: people. I, but that's not the point. Like,
1: It sounds like this guy needed mental help, not for everybody to bring guns to church so he wouldn't kill people. I just – You know what I mean? Like this seems to be the argument every time there's a shooting is that the guy needs mental help.
0: Well, of course, and I kind of –
1: So why is the solution always to bring more guns? I don't get it.
0: (laughs) Fix this problem. Take – Okay. I feel like this is one of those stories where you just kind of have to figure out how you want to solve this problem. I just think that asking parishioners to uh, carry more weapons into church is not a good answer. No, I don't think anyone. W- well, except for Pat Robertson, and I'd imagine, but see, you know, okay, a bunch of his followers. Yeah, <coughs> assuming you know, if you can call it that, would think so too. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, how you want to solve that problem? Fine. Like we do. Like, like there. I've been to churches where there have been security guards. I don't know I honestly don't remember if they were armed like okay look I
1: I've you know I've experienced this you know church before and I know I know how it works and I know like priests are people that you talk to right and obviously the issue here was that the guy who had who who went on a spree you know he wasn't you know he needed he I would think he would have said something to tip this off like you know you talk sure. in church you share your feelings you and it's just to me it seems like this is a situation that would have been solved by i don't know doing the things you do in church like talking to people <laughs> and you know obviously well, they didn't know what was going
0: on <laughs> there's that there's how did this kid have access to weapons in the first place there's why sure you know there it sounds it sounds like he was trying to get involved so i have to think that people understood like it sounds like people would have understood that there was something wrong in just trying to talk to him because if you go on a killing spree because you can't go on a missions trip then the reason you probably can't go on the missions trip whatever that is someone probably figured out that this guy was not stable sure i i don't whatever i yeah. you know what would have solved this what smart guns like from titanfall Yes, actually. Oh, sweet. <laughs> no, it's... I find this story ironic because mm. uh, this, uh, these folks have designed, mostly in Silicon Valley, have designed a smart gun that authenticates the user, allowing them to shoot.
1: Sure. Sounds like it, a
0: great idea. It does. It seems like that would be something that most people would enjoy. The uh, people who are not happy about this are gun owners.
1: <laughs> Why? <laughs> What? I don't well, get it. The like, argument,
0: why? They the own argument, the gun. Therefore, never, they could do the smart thing, yeah. technology stuff. They're they're saying the the fear uh-huh. is that the gun is not going to work when you most need it. That is the uh, argument. Okay. But okay, I do see that, really, yeah. What's really funny about this mm-hmm. is that, and I get that, I mean, tech fails. Like, it happens all the time. Whatever. I
1: fa- have applications crash all the time, so... But I mean, like, but that's. No, no. It's, it's the, let me finish an argument here. That's sure. like saying, you know, I don't want my doctor to use the new fancy, you know, heart surgery robot because I'm worried it won't work. It's like, I would rather you do a uh, dated and old procedure that doesn't use technology that would reduce my life. You know, like, technology is great. Don't, don't just harp on its downfalls. Like, you know, accept that the risk that comes with it, but your life improves greatly. Like for the one time that the gun doesn't fire, there's probably a hundred incidents where the gun doesn't fire because you're not the owner and you've saved someone's life. You know? Uh sure. I, sure. I think that argument can be made.
0: Sure. It's a well, huge generalization, but like well, and let's just generalize it a little further. That guns jam too. Like just because This already happens. Take care your of your guns. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like just because you have I, I guess it's more reliable if you want to call it that, but I don't even know that that's true. They f- they yeah. trust it more. Yeah, but anyway, it, hey, what I if the gun jams, it's
1: their fault, not technology. What I find fault.
0: great about this story is that the, anyone, any carrier, like mm-hmm. any actual vendor of weapons, there are only a select few that are wanting to carry this, like actually have it as a as a as a purchasable item. Mm-hmm. And the reason they're doing that was because they <laughs> gun gun enthusiasts wanted had calls to uh, stop shopping at their stores, and by the way, two death threats <laughs> just for carrying. them.
1: What that seems <laughs> so counterproductive. I I want I don't want my guns. I want to be able to control my guns, uh, so I can use them to protect myself. Uh, so I'm going to use death threats against you. Like, yep. I never understood that. Ugh, every time that stuff comes up, it's like, really, dude? Like You guys have such an awful life that you have to perform death threats? You know what happens when you actually do kill someone or even a death threat. You get prosecuted. And prison sucks. I've seen HBO's hit series. Um, what's that show called?
0: You, I guess you haven't seen it. No, no I, I haven't. Brian, I- <laughs>
1: It's that prison one with the... Let's talk
0: about Tim Hortons.
1: Yeah, I don't want to talk about guns anymore. This is sad Talk about Tim
0: Hortons. Well, it's your story, so naturally it has to be about Tim Hortons.
1: Yes, of course. I try to deliver each week. And uh, on September 29th, it was International Coffee Day. And Tim Hortons celebrated by explaining that it is very important to slurp their coffee. Paul, I know I didn't give you this uh, heads up ahead of time, but Uh I'm just going to demonstrate. I got a little... A little bit of a Tim Hortons dark roast here. Let's try
0: okay. it. Okay. In your fancy mug.
1: Yeah. It's good stuff. Um, no, the video, uh, actually, this is like one of those crazy videos where like a company pays an absurd amount of money to some guy in a lab coat to act weird with food. Um, I don't know if you actually watched the clip, but there's some hilarious stuff in there. You probably find it pretty easily. It's like a... And it's basically this guy at a lab coat who is testing coffee uh, for Tim Hortons. And I guess he, what happens is they test each brew. Okay. And, uh, you know, he so, is the one that puts the stamp of approval on it to ship it out to stores. And it was hilarious because there's this weird so, dude in a lab coat sipping coffee. And,
0: and according to him, mm-hmm. the way to sip coffee is by slurping.
1: What I just did, which was super annoying. I want to punch myself. <laughs> uh, so
0: it was delicious though. All
1: right. Find that clip. It's hilarious. I will. Not right now, but I will. <laughs> well, I guess I did demonstrate it, but oh, yeah, you
0: know. By the way, mm-hmm. that Ryan did just sip his coffee again, and no one heard it
1: because I wasn't being an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> There's a big difference. Good stuff. No, yeah, it's, uh, don't slurp your coffee. It sounds super annoying. And oh, I, whatever.
0: I, I whatever. Don't. How's this? Don't slurp your coffee on a podcast.
1: Yeah. Uh, don't <laughs> do that.
0: There, done. <laughs> Ryan, I understand you're using it just for, you know, demonstration purposes.
1: Yeah, I don't actually it's do not. that in real life. Like that's how you get that's how you get hurt.
0: I would hurt you. Anyway <laughs> Ryan, that's gonna wrap up our show. Yeah,
1: super long, you know, because uh Whatever. We're, we were away you for it. We're
0: back. We're that's back. The, that's the takeaway here. Mm-hmm. Uh, where to find us. Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com Let us know what you think. What is Ryan's wedding like? What tell us about your own geeky wedding experiences? This is actually this is actually interesting. I'm wondering how much you can get away with. <laughs> uh, big thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for host, help, help pro- propagating our show. Uh, yes, we love that started
1: your- since we've been gone. Yeah,
0: we love your feedback and reviews. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. This uh, we get a lot of good feedback. Yes. No, we don't. No, the feedback hey, we get. The feedback. I- honestly, <laughs> the feedback we get is amazing, and we mm-hmm. need more of it. Because I know there are people listening. Yeah, I, just, they're shy.
1: I they, yeah, I mentioned to Lou every time we record Zombies Ate My Podcast. Uh, Lou Page is an active listener on the show, and he actually reached out to me while we were getting ready for the show, and he said, "Hey, um, what <laughs> happened to Sleeping with the Elephant? Is it still things like No? It's no, it's still a thing. We've just been really busy. So people are actively you know interested in this show, and uh, uh, I I really thank those listeners who do you know occasionally let us know. I mean. You don't write in every week to all your podcasts to say, "Don't worry, guys, I'm still listening." So we're we're calm, but you know, any sort of feedbacks welcome. You want me to talk about less Tim Hortons? You want Paul to talk about less guns? Let us know.
0: I can't. I can't either. I can't. I just can't.
1: I know. And now that we're doing it on Saturday morning, I can literally have Tim Hortons coffee.
0: I'm sure you have. You said. <laughs> uh, you can find me at P. Swick- Swickard on Twitter. You can find Ryan at r murphy mm-hmm. ryan do tell what's uh, you know i know you got married obviously yes but uh what's uh, tell me about what what you want the good people to know
1: couple things uh one of them may or may not involve you depending on how the conversation <clears throat> goes after the show extra oh. life october <clears throat> it's a thing I, um, I know you're all listening october 25th extra-life.org slash team slash tgi
0: we are doing it for the kids we got stuff to talk about. Good charitable organizations. Yes. You want to see Ryan? You want to see, uh, you know, the Gamers In folks? That's the place to go. Yeah. All right.
1: We're going to have a lot of fun, guys. Ryan, we'll talk to you next week.
0: Yeah. Bye, everyone. Bye.